I have a theory. Give something a name and you give it power. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of the Moyes Health Podcast. I hope you've been keeping well and enjoying our previous episodes. As always, do let me know. But in this particular episode, we're going to be digging a little bit deeper into that topic. Digging into the psychological blockers that stop us from achieving. Because at the end of the day, most of the time, the only thing that's standing in the way of us achieving what we want to achieve is ourselves. Let's get into it. Let's start with an analogy like I always do. Imagine a handful of children, all of them sleeping well of a night time in their own individual houses, their own individual beds. One day, they go to school and one story gets told to them. Be that by another kid, be that by somebody else, it doesn't matter. But the story of the boogeyman each of those children listening intently as they learn of the boogeyman, this fictitious character that apparently lives under their bed and comes out of a night time. Fast forward to the future nights. All of those kids asleep individually in their own individual houses, their own individual beds, not sleeping as soundly as they did before. What changed? Well, Previously, the natural noises of their houses, the creaking of floorboards, the creaking of door hinges, the wind outside, branches tapping on windows, the natural sounds and ebbs and flows of a house as it expands and contracts with the heat and temperature, all of it was normal. However, now, that story of the boogeyman has been attributed as to the cause of those noises. Maybe it isn't the door. Maybe it isn't the contracting of the house. Maybe it isn't the wind outside. Maybe what you heard wasn't wind. Maybe it was a whisper. Maybe the tapping wasn't just a branch up against the house. Maybe it was a fingernail tapping on the edge of your bed. At that point, you have a load of kids no longer sleeping soundly. A load of kids going, it must be the boogeyman. Oh my God, it's the boogeyman. Mom, Dad, it's the boogeyman. But a few days ago, sleeping soundly. But the moment there is a name given to something, the moment this entity came into their lives, they found themselves not dismissing the sounds of the house, but instead amplifying them and thinking, scheming in their own minds, maybe it's the boogeyman. But what's changed? Nothing. The only thing that's changed is in the last few days, they have learnt this word. They have attributed this word to this fictitious entity. And now they are scared where they once weren't and nothing has changed. Why do I tell you this story? Well, I've had a theory for many years now that as good as medical science is and as good as all of the things that we, with the ailments we suffer and of course all of the psychological ailments we suffer, I have this theory of both good and bad. If you look over the last 20 years or so, you've seen the rise of ADHD, you've seen a rise in depression, you've seen a rise in bipolar. Now, all of these things are proven. I'm not stepping away from that in the slightest. However, 
Once you give something a name, you give it power. And if you look back to the most resilient of times, look in the war, for example, during World War Two, and some of the things that our society had to deal with, the way that we lived our lives for months and years, we didn't have the time, we didn't have the capacity, we didn't have the diagnosis, and of course we didn't have the up-to-date science, but because of what was going on, the context of war stopped us from getting too wrapped up in the nuances of our own minds. And the funny thing is, if you look at the, I say funny in a very tongue-in-cheek way, if you look at the data, there has never been more cases of depression than there are right now. There has never been more cases of suicide than there is right now. There has never been more people suffering with mental health issues than they are, than there are right now. Now, obviously, the world has changed dramatically since the 1930s, 1940s. However, I think something which has come along with that is, of course, the rise of social media and our interconnectivity with everyone around the world. And then, of course, you've got the highlight reels of look how well I'm doing and how shit you're doing and everything that comes along with that, of which I've touched on deeply in previous podcasts. However, my point is that by giving all of these things power, in certain instances, with certain people, it gives justification. Oh, I am that way because of X condition, because of X diagnosis. And might I add, a lot of them self-diagnosed. OCD, for example, is a genuine disorder. However, how many times have we turned the cans around in the cupboard? Or how many times have we wanted a super clean house and we've used the phrase, oh, I'm OCD about this house. It's become frivolous. And if anything, takes away from those that are actually suffering. But in the context of what I do, fat loss, transformation, fitness, health, etc., and the psychology which is involved within that, the more you give something a name or the more names you give what you're suffering, the more justification you give for that thing to linger, to stick around. What I often see is that rather than dealing with the natural struggles of life, tackling through the natural undulation of some days I feel shit, some days I feel great, sometimes things are troubling me, sometimes things are not, we're all too quick to put a label on something. Maybe you're depressed, they say. And again, very real thing. Depression genuinely exists, not taking anything away from that. But the problem is these diagnosed terms have become statements of feeling. You feel depressed. But in actual fact, what ends up happening is the moment you give something a name, you give it power, just like the boogeyman. You're okay. It is okay to feel down. It's okay to have days when you don't feel like getting up. Days where you want to curl up under the duvet, you don't want to face the world. Days where for no fucking reason, you just feel low. And of course, it's okay to have days where you don't want to get your shit done. Days where you don't want to plan or think about calories. Days where you don't want to exercise, don't want to get out and get your steps done. Days where you don't give a flying fuck, you just want to close in on yourself. I get those days too. But it's vital 
that we understand that that is part of the human condition. Those days aren't abnormal. They're not diagnosed. They're not worthy of a label. But if you give them a label, if you begin to attribute natural feelings and the natural ebbs and flows of life with these labels, then all of a sudden you go down a rabbit hole of justification for how you're feeling and you go down a rabbit hole of months worth of justification for not getting shit done, for not pushing on, for not powering forwards. I think personally the biggest issue in our society nowadays is there's just a lack of discipline, there's a lack of resilience. Again, cast your mind back to what our nans and granddads had to face in the 30s and 40s. Look at what they had to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, but they got up and they carried on. And guys, I just want to, you know, preface all of this by saying there's been many situations in my life where I've had to get up and carry on. I don't speak from a, you know, a, a, a soft golden plush pillow here. I speak from a position of I've been through my fair share of shit and I had to pick myself up and carry on, even when I quite easily could have gone, I'm depressed, I'm not happy. Of course I wasn't happy. I was being fucking evicted. I had a whole family to look after. Of course I wasn't happy. I was getting divorced. Of course I wasn't happy. I was dealing with the death of my father. Go back many episodes. There's a whole history in these podcasts. <laughs> the point I'm getting at is it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay not to be okay and leave it there. It's okay to have bad days. What's not okay is not picking yourself up, not understanding that the power to keep going, the will to keep going, the drive has to come from within you. But the moment you give it a label, the moment you give it a name, is the moment you give it power. And the moment you give it power, it goes from being a day or two of feeling a bit meh to weeks and months justifying I feel this way because of this. The best form of antidepressant is getting shit done. Proven. By ticking things off your to-do list, by achieving, not only do you get a beautiful dose of serotonin, but you also get a beautiful dose of dopamine. Both of those chemicals, natural, feel-good chemicals. And so, when it comes to how you're feeling, the best thing you can do is force yourself to get up, force yourself to carry on, force yourself to get shit done that you don't want to get done. And then once it's done, you feel proud. A workout is a prime example. I don't know many people that actually want to get it done. Many people that are really fired up, let's go, get the odd session, yes. But it's a means to an end. But I promise you, even on the days where I didn't want to train, the days where I didn't feel like it, even when it was cold and wet and miserable and early and I was tired and it was freaking leg day, those days that I got done, my God, did I feel good afterwards. Not just because of the natural cacophony of chemicals floating around my body in the form of serotonin and dopamine, but because I got something done that I didn't want to do. 
I powered through it. I proved to myself that I wasn't going to give up. Exercise is an awesome form of antidepressant. And it surprises me that even here we are in 2023, that exercise is not prescribed in replacement of antidepressants. But also moving away from exercise, just getting shit done. I have a to-do list on my phone. Every time I think of something I want to do, even if I can't do it there and then, I will make a note of it. And so on the days where I'm a bit sluggish and meh, I've got a whole list of things that I need to get done. Yeah, sure. Sometimes I'll look at that list and I'll go, oh, fucking hell, I've got so much to do. This list never gets any smaller. But just by ticking off one or two of those things, I instantly feel better. I instantly feel like the day has been worthwhile. Now, these can be the most insignificant of jobs to the grandest of projects. This can be simple little things like getting my Christmas shopping done, for example, or making sure I send a particular message to someone. They're inside jobs. They're outside jobs. They're little things like, oh, I need to organize my wardrobe. Boom, put it on the list. I need to get rid of all the old socks that have got holes in. Put it on the list. I need to wash the car. Put it on the list. Oh, I really need to organize those old photos. Put it on the list. Because every single time you achieve something, and most importantly, every single time you tick it off your list, you're going to get a lovely hit of dopamine. And I promise you this, nothing makes you feel better than dopamine because it's fucking designed to. We are dopamine addicted machines is why social media and devices and things like TikTok, for example, are so swipeable because they have hacked that dopamine receptor. They have hacked into your own mind to give you little hits of dopamine, little rewards every single time you enjoy a piece of content. Hell, you probably get some dopamine hits from listening to this. You've probably had multiple. As you've heard things I've said, there will be moments which will trigger you in a good way, where a light bulb will almost feel like it's gone off in your head. That is dopamine. So manipulate it yourselves. Rather than just allowing these tech companies to manipulate it for you, do it yourself. If you want to feel better about your own life, achieve shit. Get shit done. Add stuff to your to-do list, which is, I've always wanted to do that. I've got learn the moonwalk on mine, for example, at the moment. Which, to be fair, I got wrong in class last night. I did say I had to learn it by the end of the year, but actually it was by the time I was 40, which I have to learn the moonwalk. So I've got plenty of time-ish. But, you know, I'm sat next to my guitar here, for example, as I record this. Learn an instrument. Why? Because why the fuck not? What about the things you've always wanted to do? Oh, I've always wanted to know how a car's engine works. Okay, cool. Put it on the list. Go and YouTube it. Learn. Stop doing stuff just because that you have to do it. Do it because why not? Learn new skills because why not? Learn how shit works because why not? Be inquisitive about the world around you. Be inquisitive and challenging of your own life. And I promise you, by doing this, you'll feel so much better. And you'll feel less depressed, less closed in, less overwhelmed. You'll feel valued. You'll feel valid. You'll feel useful in your own life. So the next time you're feeling a little low, the next day you're having one of those days where you just can't be asked, where you just don't want to face the world, don't give it a name. It's just one of those days. 
the next time you are feeling like you're super organized with stuff just be super organized don't be OCD remember the boogeyman doesn't exist unless you let it and so when it comes to facing the challenges in your day-to-day life have perspective remember you could be late 1930s because that was fucking fun so I hear but also remember the challenges you've dealt with previously remember the things that you've overcome and even on the days where you don't want to pick yourself up and carry on every single person is entitled to a moment even a day dare I say where you crumble where you're emotional where you feel overwhelmed where you're stressed where you're not thinking straight and you are Mr. or Mrs. Pessimistic you're allowed that but you're not allowed to so pick yourself up and carry on and if you want to feel better in your own skin you want to feel better in your own life go and achieve some shit because I promise you nothing is going to brighten your life nothing is going to brighten your perspective of your life and of yourself more than getting shit done ladies and gents thank you so much for your ears as always if you enjoyed this podcast do let me know at chris moyes on instagram and as always accept the things of which you cannot change but have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference I'll see you next time. Toodles.